Hello there. This is the Star Wars Friends Show. Everything leading up to this moment has been rehearsal. The real performance is about to begin. I'm counting on it. Ladies and gentlemen, Aqualition Aki Aki, you have tuned in to the Star Wars Friends Podcast. I'm your host, Justin. Joining me today, as always, are my Star Wars friends. This is Josh, and um, better watch out for that Ewok pie. You don't want to get diabetes. This is Kyle, and it just occurred to me, like, that's that that didn't contribute to his diabetes, did it? It's not from the Ewok pie. I mean, we don't know. God, I hope not. That'd be sad. No. Maybe Ewok Pie is the this, wrong name for it, by the way. This movie, <laughs> this movie was tragic enough already. And this is Maggie, <laughs> and I'm so glad we're done with these movies. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've uh, we've been covering the two Ewok movies, we've and uh, I think them. in um, the pre-show, I think we, as we were kind of sitting around discussing, we were uh, all in agreement that this one was was better. Than the first one, yes, maybe not. I yes, don't know. We'll find so. out. But I, I think it was much better than the first one. And um, me, just because it's—I mean, you know, growing up, I, I used to see Wilford Brimley on on TV. It was kind of nice to actually watch this again and see Wilford Brimley, um, and that was kind of cool. I mean, I grew up watching—was it Our House? I think um, it's a really, really old show, um, but it was—it was really good back in the day so um it was kind of nice to watch and then you get paul gleason in there Look, paul gleason's uh I'll, he's I'll, probably been in every movie you've ever seen i'll say about this what roger ebert said about ace ventura when nature calls in 1995 it's 10 times better than the original but <laughs> 10 times zero is still zero good point good point well we got a lot of t- a lot to talk about today people we've got um We've got some casting news that's out there. Uh, I guess I want to say like news, Star Wars news in general. We've got obviously merchandise news to cover. Um, first thing we're going to cover, as we always do, though, mm. down to sixty-seven people. Sixty-seven. Seven. Next up will be uh, Order sixty-six. Oh, that's mm. exciting! Pretty monumental. I know, right? That'd be good. May the fourth is sixty-six weeks away. That's a coincidence. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, though, it's hard because like I, I get excited and I'm like, oh, I gotta save money. I gotta save money, right? <laughs> it, I know it's a year away. I gotta save money. Here, can, Here you comes can May never 4th. have too much money for <laughs> celebration. There will always be I something know. else to buy. Yeah, and it, here comes May fourth again. Oh, mm-hmm. we got so this scary. out now. Oh, yeah, we got so this out the now. There's just so much. Stuff. All the uh, stuff. yeah i it we you know maggie and I, I i responded to maggie's tweet um earlier this week on the uh the sam wilson oh captain God, america so figure tempting. that hot toys released which is absolutely gorgeous figure uh it's just it is immense with the full wings and the shield <laughs> on the back it looks incredible and it is it is like iron man money price and if you guys know anything about sideshow the iron man figures tend to be that's cheap three to four hundred dollars whereas most like star wars figures are you know in that 250 like anywhere from two to three hundred wheelhouse but he is like iron man money how expensive uh, how do you know the dimensions on the actual wingspan i'm sure he's about a foot tall but how wide is it i 
don't know. I didn't see, but you can you can pull it them in like all they're the way up fully there, it? yep yeah fully posable. It's so nice. uh, yeah, and I, you know I would I love I love Captain America. I have the the end game cap on the way whenever he gets here. But and I would love That's to get that one and add him. You ordered that so long it's, ago. I it's feel been like. like two years ago that I ordered this thing, and they had. I mean, obviously with COVID and yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know shipping issues and ships getting stuck in the canal it, it's I'll, kind of hindered was your was uh, your statue on the ship that blocked um, <laughs> the panama canal? my luck was it, it probably was or whatever that was <laughs> my luck it probably was yours it was on the container they had to take off to get it to <laughs> right, move, right, it's stuck it's in customs on, right now it's on the side uh, of a bank somewhere usually when people are like closer to Hong Kong, they, they get those obviously figures faster because that's where they're coming from. Um, but a few people in the States have started to receive there. So I'm hoping oh, nice. that mine is okay. Is so the wingspan, I was uh, curious and decided to go look is apparently 80 centimeters wide. We're in America. Give me inches. Come on. Someone do the conversion. Uh, I think that's like two feet. Non us listeners. Yeah, feet. that's huge. Yeah, it's two feet. It's over two feet wide. Jeez. 31 <laughs> inches. That's two and a half feet. That is impressive. That is huge. Huge. Yeah. It's huge. It is a cool, cool figure. Um, Where are you going to put and if I that wasn't, thing? My goodness. I, I know. It's got to be flying. You have to hang it from the ceiling. 30 points of articulation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the wings? No, in him. Or just overall? Oh. Jeez. Yeah, Posable. I mean, they're just Hot Toys figures are incredible. But uh, next week is Star Wars week for Sideshow. Everything Star Wars. And it's they're not just doing one day. They're doing the whole week. Are they and doing they promo just codes? released today. What's that? Are they doing promo codes? Give me a promo Probably, code. Probably, yeah. They'll, they'll do. Send it to me free. Keep your eyes peeled. Play the get an account, people. Get an account. Look for the codes. You go to the rewards. You enter the code. You get free money, uh, free money towards figures. And if as you collect them, they kind of add up. Um, Kyle, I don't even know what are you up to now. I'm at with, like a hundred bucks. I, w- I was at That's like a hundred, nice. and I spent it on Ahsoka, and which was like you know a third more of the price. Yeah. Um, and now yeah. I'm back up to like seventy five. I think so. They add up. That's and pretty good. Maggie said she wants a free one. They don't do it a lot, but they do do some whole figure giveaways. Um, those yep. are usually on yep. Facebook, I think. But they do. Um, said you can enter contests if you go to their page. There's a whole section of current contests that you can go and enter. Free, yeah. free figures, free artwork, tons of free stuff. Um, the thing that they've been doing lately are these um, 100% promo codes. They give you a code. It's scrambled up and you have to go in and kind of unscramble the code and hit the rewards and then it unlocks a coupon for the full price of the figure. You still have to pay the shipping and handling, but you can get a really cool figure. Relatively small price to pay, but if they want us to keep uh, pushing their products, they're going to have to give us a kickback or something. Seriously, we talk about them almost every week. I know, I know. They are not sponsored by these people. They're actually no, not at all. Basically, stealing from <laughs> us. <I don't> <laughs> <laughs> my my pocketbook is empty regularly from them. They did just release a. Did you just say ca- pocketbook, Grandpa? <laughs> pocketbook. Yeah, my pocketbook. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> he has to pick it up off the bureau and. Right. Right. <laughs> you need to go get my, 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 my wardrobe. Ice box. 
<laughs> no, I have that delivered. <laughs> oh god with the milk <laughs> with the milk guy shows up in a truck and just leaves me a giant block Jeez. i would uh, not trust yeah, that ice they, <laughs> uh, they um they released a new uh kylo oh, ren no. uh so figure beautiful. today uh he looked really really good too with the like shattered helmet or like the re-soldered helmet but it was interesting because they showed a Picture one of the pictures had him, and a lot of people like to take things from the the posable pictures that they see, like what's in the background, or like some of the Ahsoka was like, oh well, this is Ahsoka, maybe we're getting, or like the Bo-Katan, maybe we're getting Cosca Reeves because they see like a little bit of a statue in the background. Um, the Kylo Ren, one of the pictures had the Knights of Ren behind him, oh, and I was like, there is no way Hot Toys is making all of the Knights of Ren. Ooh, I just could not see guys. that happening. Jeez. Yeah, I um, I don't think that one's happening. But the Kylo Ren looked really, really good. The the soft goods on him, the capes looked really, really good. You can have him with his helmet on or her helmet off. His face sculpt looked good. But next week they're doing a full week. I am hoping, really hoping, we get a Mythos Ahsoka Tano statue. Who's got the oh. money for another Ahsoka? Oh. <laughs> don't everybody wish this wants evil that. on me, Justin. I know, I know. Better be hitting those reward codes when they come up. That's uh, they help. It just takes a while to build them up. Justin, so. we both know you're my reward code supplier, so that's really this all is I very do. true. This is very true. Kyle gets a text and like, go get it now. Two dollars. <laughs> go now. And he's like, got it, got it. <laughs> uh, what else do we got? Uh, casting news a little bit this week. Not a lot going on. We did get an interview snippet from Matt Lanter with uh, Entertainment Weekly talking about Jupiter's legacy. Yeah, he basically said he is not done uh, voicing Anakin Skywalker and Praise. has a couple Lucasfilm projects going on that are super secret. Can't talk about it yet, but yeah. more Anakin. You love to hear it. Yeah, I'm excited. That's uh, he feasibly would be in the Anakin. bad batch. I got a scoop. What's your, oh, listen to this guy. Here it comes. This just in. He's actually going to be in Kenobi. What they're doing is they're having Hayden play the the you know the body, but then he's doing the voice. Matt Lanter's doing the voice. <laughs> would you just get out of town right now? It's hey, they did it with Darth Maul, didn't they? That well, that's a bit different. I think. I mean, it sounds <laughs> Anakin had a couple more speaking lines than Darth Maul in the in the films yeah. in the films Just proper. But you know what I he say, didn't say though? What? Jedi's Jedi's can't get Je- married. Jedi's can't get married. <laughs> he also didn't say what is that? A monster? Something really big? No, he didn't say that either. But what like? <laughs> I he doesn't like sand with though. this movie. It's dry no, well, and coarse. Like, gets everywhere. Irritating. Who does like sand? He's though, not really. really. Yeah, I don't I mean, like. I don't wrong. blame him. But come on, it's not a talking point. I mean, once you get that in your car, leaving the beach, you ain't never getting it out. Uh, it's always true. there. You know, it's, it's like, there. It's like glitter. Yeah. You know, but the, I, the most cringeworthy thing glitter. about that quote is the thing that he says to Padme afterwards, where he's like talking about her being soft or whatever, and I think he touches her. <laughs> Like that that's actually mm-hmm. worse than the sand part. Yeah, he's super cringe, like in <laughs> general. Um but I, I was reading online when this uh when this news broke, there's people who who don't like Matt Lancher as Anakin Skywalker's voice, and I was I was shocked. I mean, I guess on the internet there's people who hate everything, but 
Kyle. Um, yeah. I love the Clone Wars so much. I just can't Kyle, remember. Kyle, I have, I have I, bad I mean, news to tell you. Know, you. T- I am yeah, one of those people. <laughs> well, you are. Oh. Well, but that's been okay. On the dark side this that's whole okay. Time, Sorry. So you shouldn't be surprised. Not. Not everybody so loves good. everything Star Wars. It's okay, people. You can <laughs> like something that somebody else doesn't like or not like something that somebody does like. It's okay. I've you noticed on the Mace internet. Oh, it's Kyle's favorite someone. character now. Uh, Mace's. I've noticed on the internet, some of the Star Wars biggest fans don't even like any of it. So you can. <laughs> That's true. Just hate whatever very, part very you want to hate, I guess. <laughs> I mean, if it was my Star Wars, it wouldn't have had it. Would, in it at it all. would have been one hundred percent completely different. <laughs> well, okay, then I would have been like it at all, do you? Right, <laughs> right. I, I think people just sometimes tend to find more to complain. And it, like again, it, if you don't like something, that's totally your There's prerogative. Stuff I don't like. No harm in that. Not a big deal. The, the, it's okay. The only difference is the stuff I don't like is bad, and the stuff other people don't like Kyle. is. <laughs> <laughs> them being stupid. <laughs> oh lord kyle is not right there people <sighs> kyle is I mean, our problem child <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we, <it's, laughs> yes kyle is a problem child what? uh what is not a problem though is all of the stuff that is going to be inundating your life from star wars next week on may 4th and there is a lot. It seems like uh, a problem to we, me. Uh, you all are not ready for the Bad Batch. Uh, money out. Just saying. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited for Bad Batch. Bad Batch is coming up, people. Two episodes in the first week. Yep. Are yep. they both got normal my... runtime? Uh, first one is 70 minutes, and the other one's close to 30. Oh, 70. Gonna double nice. premiere. Not bad. You think we'll get a lot of the like fall or like the transition right in the beginning, and that's kind of the. So Maggie can't talk because she's already. I'm wondering if this is one of the things that Matt Lanter is going to be in, and we'll see some Vader. Maybe that could be. That'd be awesome, though. Uh, I actually got my Black Series Hunter and Crosshair figures the other day from the Amazons. It, they're impressive looking figures. The sculpts on them are really, really good. The paint on them is really, really good. Overall impressed. Very, very impressed, Hasbro. Nice job. Yeah, I nice think job. I think Kudos. changing the packaging for the six inch black series is like the best thing they mm-hmm. ever did. That red that red and black box was not the move. Yeah. I'm debating. I'm I I went down the other day and I was sitting in the basement. I'm looking at him and I'm like I should sell a lot of these <laughs> black series, red and black figures, obviously not the ones that like, I would keep the rebels crew and several others that like, I like the figures that I those really purple enjoy. Box I, I was, rebel ones are so nice though. Oh yeah. No, no, no. Keep those. I'm talking just the yeah, red the and black ones. versions, the originals and get rid of them. But, um, yeah, it crossed my mind. So I've got a ton. So, um, maybe we'll see. I'm on the fence. We'll see what happens. Slim it down, maybe increase my vintage collection a little bit Co- more. Co-hosts we'll skip first know. first option before they go public. Oh, I would I would <laughs> gladly reach out to you guys and say, hey, is anybody interested in any of these? Yeah, so, do it in alphabetical um, order, actually. 
My <laughs> <laughs> first name. By, oh, what was it say? My first name no. or last name? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah, we've got, there's a lot. Speaking of Hasbro, there's a lot coming out next week. Hasbro has a Fan First Tuesday coming up on May 4th at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, apparently, like new releases, I have heard that there is some kind of shipper going to be at target i think for father's day that has four figures in it i have no idea what that is and then there was another release i think that just came out today that said they have another three figures to be released as well i don't know if those are black series or vintage but they all have code names and nobody really knows what they are so um but that is that's coming up may 4th at 11 if you guys want to see what is coming up may 4th uh for discounts and in what's on sale and where you can get exclusive items go to starwars.com starwars.com has basically everything a lot of it's from big name manufacturers but anything like in publishing anything uh in electronics anything for your car if you're looking for stuff at gamestop all of the big name brands are on starwars.com they have a section for deals and you can kind of look at like uh you know, merchandise versus like gaming and electronics and stuff, but everything that's going to be available on May 4th from the larger vendors is there. If you're looking for something from a smaller vendor, like what we talk about all the time, you really kind of got to follow those vendors on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter and see what they're releasing. Uh, our, you know, Ryloth Relics, he's got a new coin coming out for the Bad Batch, which looks amazing. Uh, I'm already <laughs> can't wait to get that one. Yeah, Instagram's There's really the pins. best for following all that. Everybody yeah. always posts their new gear to their stories. Yeah, we've got, um, there's new pins coming from our friends at Rebel Art Empire coming out on May 4th. There's new pins from Lantern Pins. They have some vehicle pins that looked really, really good. One is of the Ghost. Another one's of the Chimera. Um, Samoy Lavart, the, you know, I've mentioned them before. He does, Artem does the casted helmets, Clone Wars helmets. I've got two of them. He's got a sale coming out on May 4th as well. So there's just the smaller vendors you really got to kind of hunt for on instagram twitter etsy wherever and see what they're putting out there for the fourth i just wanted to note that rebel arts sale is actually starting tomorrow the first oh there you go yeah get on it people uh there was a new bag this comes out i think <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> they're already hot <laughs> it's available now available now the uh, there was a new Ahsoka bag and wallet from her universe uh, from Heroes and Villains I think was the actual maker but it's sold through her universe the bag is like eighty dollars the wallet's like forty dollars both look great the really there cool. yeah the wallet is really cool I thought about it there for a little bit I, I considered it, it too nice. I might even carry it like it's not yeah it's just a little uh, slim it's wallet. like maroon yeah it's maroonish colored with like the blue and white mm-hmm. um montreal colors that she's got um it looks good it looks really good and it's it's i believe it's 100 percent. i don't think it's fake leather i think it's real leather so um it's a nice looking wallet the bag i mean the bag looked great too it's more of the like early ahsoka style with the the maroon outfit she wore in early clone wars not what you see in uh late clone not wars. that sweet sweet season seven blue 
Yeah, which is very nice. But yeah, so go out, check starwars.com. Obviously, we'll have a lot. We're doing a live show next Tuesday. So I'm sure we'll talk about some releases there when we do our live show. We have a live show on Friday as well. Two live shows next week. week. Two live crew. Two live crew coming at you um, next week. So we'll have a lot there. Uh, We have a big announcement dropping May 4th. That's huge. coming up. Huge news. Huge. It's huge. It's huge. <laughs> you got to be there to hear it, though, folks. Tune yeah. In. Yeah. You got to be there. And It'll be it. huge. But uh, yeah. So, but yeah, we, we want to thank everybody for listening to us. Uh, we've done, what is this now? 80, 80, 80 plus shows. Years. 81 shows now uh we just want to thank everybody for you know taking a little bit out of your day listening to us tuning in hearing us babble about star wars a little bit uh i'm sure some of you have the same opinions as we do i'm sure some of you don't have the same opinions as we do it's totally okay i think we are well aware that some people don't have the same opinions we do Hmm. totally fine I'm okay with it. But yeah. um, Anyway, if you listen to us, please, please, please go out, like, subscribe. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts, um, SoundCloud, iTunes, all of the things. Um, Rate us, like us, leave us some feedback. We love to hear from you. You can also email us at Star Wars Friends Podcast at gmail.com. Nailed it. You can find us there. Nailed it. I think I messed it up (laughs) last week, people. So don't just email Star Wars Friends Podcast because it ain't going anywhere. (laughs) It's Uh, not going anywhere. So at um, gmail.com. Crucial. Crucial component. The important part. So we love hearing from you, but please feel free to hit us up anytime. Um, And we're happy to answer questions we're happy to talk about whatever you want to talk about so today though we are going to be covering ewoks battle for endor Endor. it's it's a movie that happened it is a thing that exists Uh, so this all right so a little bit of backstory on this this was came out in 1985 was originally a tv movie um, this has we, we got rid of the Burl Ives narration. Huge mistake. We now by have, the way, <laughs> I did enjoy the Burl yeah, Ives I know, narration. That was like the, I, I was literally totally the best okay part that. of the first one. Um, we now have Wilford Brimley who plays Noah in this. Wilford Brimley, if you've seen Cocoon, Cocoon Two, Our House, The Natural, The Thing, The China Syndrome. If you are just now he, learning who Wilford Brimley is, you are a different demographic <laughs> than us. <laughs> he has been in a lot of stuff. Uh, Aubrey Miller returned in this one to play the same character, Sindel. Same thing with Eric Walker. We did have a change in the dad. Um, Jeremy was actually played by Paul Gleason so in crazy. this one. So I, <laughs> they couldn't they couldn't get that other guy, but so they got Paul Gleason. Like what in the know. world? How did that happen? It was a uh, guy Boyd, I think, and was they, the other guy. And they right? killed him off. In I mean, spoiler alert for the movie that came out thirty five years ago. But it, I mean, it's like a classic Disney cartoon. The parents died in the first ten minutes. The mom. He was yeah, out. He was in and out. Yeah, it was. Like her face barely. Yeah, she. They. They just told you she was dead. No, she died. We're just. That's why we're coming in. I hot. was trying to go back through the recast and see like if it was the same lady, and I. I how didn't could, even see how her could name. You in there. I don't <laughs> think they did, just, just put a body, body there. Just a pile of clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. know. Um, yeah. So you get Jeremy played by Paul Gleason, who, uh, if you've ever seen The Breakfast Club, he is the vice principal, if you have it, not the principal. 
I mean, who else is going to, I mean, really, you think the main principal is going to get stuck watching detention on a Saturday? No, it's the vice principal. He gets the crap stuff. Look, he's got, he's the one that's got to be there. Justin, I thought it was um, the principal. Don't rub my nose in it. Okay. It's <laughs> he's also been in uh, Van Wilder. He's been in Malcolm in the middle, 21 jump street, the TV show. He has been in just, like I said, about everything you've possibly seen in, in Van Wilder. Sound- yeah, I forget the character, but he was in Van Wilder. He huh. was also he also replied reprised his principal role. Uh, I think in was not another teen movie. Oh, he it, like he was in that himself. one. Yeah, he was. Well, he was. Yeah, the vice principal in that one, and he did the same. Don't don't mess with the boy. You get the horns bit. I think in that <laughs> I one. I felt like so. he should have done that in this movie, but it didn't. They didn't work yeah. it in. They yeah. didn't know it was going to be iconic it was, yet. At that it point. wasn't famous yet. It was too soon. Yeah. <laughs> it did already exist because this movie was filmed and released after The Breakfast Club. Fun fact. Um, Look at this guy. Yeah. So I have to go back and just because this, this made me laugh. So if you go to the Wikipedia for uh, Katarin Tawani, the mom, it says mm-hmm. behind the scenes, Katarin was played by... Uh, I'm not Miss Flanagan. I can't, I don't know how to say her first name in Caravan of Courage. Only the dead body of the character Katarin can be seen in, in the battle of Endor or the battle for Endor. And then it says it is unknown who or what portrayed Katarin's body in the film, but it was wow. most likely an uncredited actor. I love that it says who or what, or what could like, could, it was actually a, a scarecrow. Like it was, a, <laughs> I mean, it was a pile of rice. Like drag her. So it's, feasible that it was just a dummy i thought Very we true. saw like her run or something but I don't no because she's that. on the ground no because she's yeah when she's Sentinel laying there over okay. to mace and then you see mace yeah, dragging her good. into one of the little hovels and he's like full out dragging her yeah and then it gets blown up which speaking yeah. of did you guys notice that their life monitors worked differently yes. in this movie than they did in the first they made movie. Sense this time. Now they tell you, yeah, now they were like, oh, these are supposed to do something, huh? Now it told you, like, if your family members were alive, like an actual valuable asset. So, like, they were all a different kudos color. to the writing staff on that upgrade. <laughs> Way to um, close yeah, that their loophole. They were all a different color, and I think it was like if your yeah, red was bad, injured or life is <laughs> fading, they were blinking, and then when your life was gone, it went out. Yeah. So yeah. maybe there's like a chip implanted in the body that correlates directly to the bracelet. I don't know. I assumed like uh, the bracelet itself was monitoring you, and then they were all connected to each other as well. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like, yeah. But I, I have no reason to believe that. That was just like. But that's how that works. I don't know. <laughs> do we know? Do we know how long after the first one this Six is months. supposed to take place? Six months. And they, so, they must have filmed it fast because that that little girl who's young in these movies mm-hmm. is like not older. She's the same exact age as in the first one, which in real life she would have aged if they took any time. They They knocked it out quick. Well, the other one came out in 84, and this they said that they filmed this in mid-85. So Okay, so it wasn't it wasn't too long after then. Um, but yeah, it was, I mean, that, that was the one thing I didn't get was was how long, ha, how much time had surpassed between the first one and the second one, because clearly we see Dad still working on the crashed ship, which 
is now like in an open field and not in the woods anymore. Yeah, I don't know how I they got the it out there. First crash ship was in the woods. It was also like a different ship, I'm pretty sure, because I thought it looked like a troop transport <laughs> right. or something. Um, yeah. Can I, this is like, since you're saying how long was it, if you're, this is like a weird existential question, but if you're bouncing around from planet to planet and star, solar system to star system or whatever, like mm-hmm. wouldn't time be very hard to measure like a day and a year and a month? It would all be. I've always wondered in, because on, so like many, each, every, yeah. so many of the planets in star Wars operated on different time structures and it can mm-hmm. Well, cause me. like a year to orbit the sun or whatever would very drastically depending on how far right. you're from the sun obviously and how do you even orbit well, a twin you sun have, i have no idea probably a figure eight or something it's crazy and then how do you have, have like two suns yeah they obviously must there. have agreed on some sort of like standard. basic standard unit of time and i bet you like i wouldn't be surprised if it was based on like whatever um whatever core you know, sun is or was. something yeah. It's like core yeah. worlds. Just, but, just um, like a colonizer to force everybody else. <laughs> agree to, with their time structure. Geez, Same time yeah. frame. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would I, I would bet you have like galactic basic time and then like local time. Hmm. Yeah. So we did get yeah, um, well, we'll, different writers and directors on this too, which might have been a help. I mean, we did get, uh, it was directed by Jim and Ken Wheat. And it was written by Ken and Jim Wheat with the screenplay. And then George Lucas, though, was still involved with the story. But I'm, I mean, he's on everything. So yeah. I think that's um, maybe that had, you know, a big thing to do with this one being a little bit better than the last one. So I don't know. Um, but it was, uh, yeah. So we get, we get uh, the plot certainly is better, I think, than the first one. We actually have for sure. What's that? It was paced better too. We didn't have like a weird yeah. sickness subplot that didn't really have to do with anything at the start. Oh, did that bother of, you in the first one? It bothered you. Oh, and I care oh, about how you feel, Kyle. Gee. Oh, thanks. <laughs> the boys aren't fighting anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was a better plot. Basically, uh, you know, they're getting ready to leave. I think Dad's about got the ship ready to go. He's trying to put that power cylinder in there, and then. We see the Ewok village get raided by uh, Sanyasin raiders, and they basically kidnap a bunch of Ewoks. And um, you know, they're Eric uh, Eric Walker Mace, and uh, he's trying to hold them off by himself. He's the only dude with a blaster out there, and uh, he's trying to hold them off. It doesn't doesn't bode well. Mom, mom's already gone and uh which is kind of sad and then you got sindel kind of watching all of this and uh with wicket and you know the ewoks just didn't stand a chance which is um kind of surprising i I mean i guess like you know in 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 imp in uh return of the jedi they ambushed the stormtroopers so they were already set up to uh yeah they were already set up to well they have home to get them here too and these sarkeesians or whatever are a bunch of ding-dongs they're like real dumb so well, those other guys are also also live there though. Like they're also native. They're not native. Right. Why don't you read a little Wikipedia, mm. my friend? Mm. They're riding horses so, and don't know how a, what the power cell to a starship is. How the heck are I they know, not native? Makes, this is absurd make sense because they crashed there. <laughs> what? He thinks yep. the power cell is magic, and they're riding around on horseback with yeah, and blurgs. blurgs and blurgs. That was and I did blurgs. like that. 
but I only liked yeah. that because of the Mandalorian, which that's incredible. <laughs> I I, lo- I, I have, always like seeing I have the blurbs though. Cons- I mean, like it's a thing. See, Maggie's on board with the blurgs and we, we get them here and then you get them in Clone Wars and then you get them in Mandalorian. So they've uh, they've stuck around, which is kind of nice. Um, we also got a Condor dragon at one point because I think, uh, you know, Wicket and Sindel managed to get captured and then he, escape he, out of the caravan that's taking them back. Physically impossible negative G dive in that glider, but it, w- it was. Right. <laughs> yes, he did. He was playing it loose there, Jeez. too. He flew over that dragon and dropped a rock like. I, I will say, uh, why <laughs> does he have rocks tied to this thing? Like, why Why would you want to add weight to it? And then he dropped one on the on the dragon. And I was like, OK, good. Which good dropped on you. He Sindel. Had a, he had a weapons array yeah. on his. On his a glider, on his skin glider, gross. <laughs> <laughs> it, it the way that it explains it, I guess, is that they they used to have um, like advanced technology, and then there was a supernova in ancient times that kind of knocked them back to like feudal technology. But somehow, this group of marauders was able to get a ship from another like. Um, nearby nearby planet that came to their planet or something and then that's how they were able to get there but that's also how they crashed because none of them knew how to fly the thing okay so question Mm. why does that whole absolutely absurd backstory that you is never even implied in the movie (laughs) exist when these could easily just be like Oh, those are the jerks that live on Endor. Like now they're messing with these nice Ewoks. Like why I don't understand. So this is not even the most like head scratching um thing in the backstory. I don't know if you mm. want me to reveal yeah, the thing it, that's I mean pull the pull it. the band-aid so, off now, I gotta yeah. know. So I, gotta know. I don't know I don't remember how they said her name. Uh Charl, like yes. the witch. Okay, sure. She's a night yeah. sister. I figured From it. No, I she's figured not. I knew it. She's not. Knew it. No, she's, that's not true. Yep. So don't say that anymore. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> Sheral sister. Uh, who was played by Simon Phillips. Was rocking yeah. some serious like Elvira vibes. And I was like kind of here for yeah. it. I was like, yeah. there's my celebration costume. I, I, I will say, yeah. am I if, like if if you're gonna transform into some sort of like fr- flying creature, like a crow is a pretty good way to go too. I think they're pretty smart. They're smart. They're cool. Yeah. Such mm-hmm. solid 1980s fantasy vibes. Like, yeah, yeah. Sure. About, like Power yep. Rangers at a few times, which isn't a knock because I loved Power Rangers as a kid. Much like the red Sonya. Mm-hmm. But it had that vibe to it. Um, I was here for it. Yeah. I, I think when you look at this movie, like just a like 80s kids movie, it's not that bad. It's when you like, Remember that it's supposed to be set in Star Only Wars. Only for and- that, well, and if it weren't for the Ewoks, it would not be a Star Wars movie. Like, there's not a single Star Wars not thing at all in it, other than Ewoks and Blurgs. Like, there it, it could very easily oh if and Blurgs and Blurgs. Blurgs. True, good call. But yeah. if the Ewoks were Wait, just was like this the other first introduction of Blurgs? Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. First appearance. So wait. Is that which is why like that's that kind of cool to canon? see this being used in later stuff. No, that no, that movie? doesn't make this canon. No. It just the thing that made Blurg's canon was Rebels. Mm-hmm. Or did it? Um, I, 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just saying or did it doesn't make out. something a thing. That's not how it works. <laughs> if I have okay, a question about the witch while we were talking about the witch. Me too. Okay, am, you go am, with your question Am I first. the only one who thought it was like mildly problematic that she was like in the creek in like a white dress with pretty blonde hair and Sindel was like oh it's a nice lady and then she was like boom no I have dark hair and Sindel was immediately for no other reason than this woman was a brunette like no evil witch okay ah! but here's the thing the stupid child's mother had curly brown hair you would say that brunette had curly brown hair <laughs> like, I was like I didn't like geez what, just cause you're a blonde you can't even trust a lady with, with darker I, hair this I is absurd Sindel and and yet I, and yet I, the random old man who lives in the woods and yelled at you <laughs> you'll snuggle up with I don't, I don't know not saying the witch was nice but I don't know how this the kid this girl figured out her priorities yeah I mean to come to Noah's defense he didn't like uh, he didn't lie to her basically by like you know. I think maybe maybe that was the thing is like wait you changed oh, yourself she ah, concealed like, her her true identity it's freaked her yeah, out I don't know, although he did totally reach. do that like I'm a mean old man but it was like obvious from the start that he was like not actually mean not mean show I will say that their their little girl and old man that she just met relationship felt just slightly inappropriate yes. to me I will I mean I understand that she just lost her family and things she's being raised by a young bear that she taught English to which is complicated so uh or basic sorry but we'll, uh, we'll get into that yeah, in a minute I felt I felt just <laughs> slightly uncomfortable with their with their relationship and then her getting onto a spaceship alone with him and flying off to go no one knows where right not to not to spoil the end but <laughs> no so my question is okay so Sheral, who is the witch in this, is basically helping uh, Tarek, right? Yeah. Who's the the Sanyasin pirate leader or whatever he is. Who is not from Endor. He okay, there, you apparently. if 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 she is a night sister from Dathomir, not, and I wish why are you serving this dude? Like I I, did, I couldn't figure that out. Like you're more powerful than he is. I, I don't know. I was like, why are you trying to help him? How did she just she get turned locked her up? back on her the sisterhood and left her home world of Dathmir before getting off the planet for good? She stole the talisman of the Raven, a prized artifact that allowed her to uh, meta. Mm. What is this word? Metaphysically. No, it's it. <laughs> change into a bird known as a raven. The other which is called. Sharal, a traitor, and sought to feed her to their rankers, a species of ferocious rankers. First, first of all, I I I don't really like being condescended and being explained what a rancor is in the Wikipedia <laughs> article. I mean, if I'm reading Wikipedia, I think I know what a rancor is, but uh, I don't, I mean, I this I don't want to talk about her being a night sister figure that out. it I makes like, no sense she doesn't look like a night I, sister I just, she doesn't talk like okay. a night sister her magics weren't green which is a dead giveaway of a night sister <laughs> she's an imposter it's absurd <laughs> she's a day it's, sister it's, it's not a night sister <laughs> i just i couldn't figure out why she's, she's trying to help him person. and i'm like you have more powers than he does why are you trying to I like serve him just do your own thing or take and over she his wasn't group that bright either neither one of them knew what the power cell was even Sindel, the like little girl who whose best friend is a basically an animal she's Murder like bear. 
that's for mm-hmm. a ship. You guys are dumb. No, it's yeah. magic. Like what? What? It's a, <laughs> it's a battery, yeah. man. It's like yeah. a car- encouraging their cargo cult that they've started. It's like a it's a car yeah. battery, and they uh, think it's magic. So let's let's talk about Wicket in this and him speaking basic. What uh, what are your guys' thoughts on this through the whole movie? I have a controversial opinion on this. I, I think I know what your opinion is. So on this. one, I I agree that it is kind of silly that the Ewoks learned basic, but. Like Josh was saying, if you observe this movie as like just its own 80s kids movie, it does much better. And the movie works much better mm-hmm. with Sindel talking to Wicket and them understanding each other this whole movie. Yeah. Rather than like in the previous movie where it's just like grunts and cush and bush and wook and whatever little tweets and twerks that you walk they make or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, I I would agree. I th- and I think that was a. It's just instead of putting subtitles in there, I think it's just to give the viewer the impression that at this point Sindel understands Ewok and can understand what he's saying. But in order for you as the watcher to be able to understand it, they just turned Wicket's speech into English, very broken English, and made it so you could understand what he's saying as well. I think that was the, I I would guess, artistic direction that they took with it. That's why they did it. Um, Well, Caravan of Courage, Caravan of Courage didn't even subtitle the Ewokies most of the time. They just said, no, it was speaking Ewokies. So you had like no idea what the Ewoks were saying. Yeah. And I, I think that's probably something that, Maybe after that first one, you said this one was shot within what a year after the first one. Yeah. They went, "Hey, we need to to change this" because people were like, "I don't understand what these darn Ewoks are saying." They just say "yub nub" all the time, and I don't understand. <laughs> well, there what was is a happening big, right there was now. a big chunk of time where Sindel and and Wicket were alone together, and if one of the only two people on screen didn't speak, mm-hmm. that would not have been compelling film. Mm-hmm. I, I do think that it makes sense that he would have, like, if you think, like, biologically, like, the Ewoks have the capacity for language, and it doesn't, it's not like, it's not like uh, Shrewook, where it's, like, completely different, it's like a, yeah. um, where, it like, it makes sounds. sense that he'd be able to pick up some basic words and yeah. be able to communicate some. Josh, what, did you yeah. say that this is supposed to take place before the Battle of Endor, though? That is correct. That's the only thing that makes it like really messy and gross is that they didn't know I, any yeah. basic. I wouldn't blame that but. on that. That's the whole thing though. Is like when they were filming it, they they said that it was 150 years after, and then like the the people making the decisions later on where to put it in canon said, "Well, that doesn't yeah. make sense because Wicket's so young." Yeah. So yeah, like, it makes yeah, sense now. Yeah. <laughs> well, and apparently in um in this kind of this kind of I don't know what it leads like lends itself to, but apparently the uh, how do you say the name of the mar- the marauders they their species Sanyasin? lives is really long lived. So they had they crashed on Endor, but they had been there 
like over a hundred years. And mm. uh, Charles was able to like stay young as well because of her affinity with the Force. So now so, people can stay gotcha. young with the Force too, man. <laughs> no, they, not now, but they could in 1985. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's kind I mean, of a yeah, dope Force like, power. Like, I'm just gonna no. always look like I'm in my 20s, even though. <laughs> I'm really like 108, but like, like here, that's not a bad here's power. The thing. Like Paul Rudd, that's his force power right there. He's, he's <laughs> he looks like he's in his 20s all the time, innocence or something. Um, <laughs> Josh, how? Where did all this information come from? Like, this movie came out in so, 1985. Twist. Josh is just like reading no, his own fan fiction right now. <laughs> Well, no, Wouldn't no, no, no. I get that it's, I get that it's on Wikipedia now, but like on- when this movie came out, not like literally none of this information is in the movie or hinted at in the movie or implied in the movie at all. So Welcome like to Star Wars. in 1980, in 1985, when there was no internet and there was no Wikipedia, like where did this part of the story even exist? Well, um, let alone, how did Night Sisters even exist well, in 1985? But we we do get though current canon stuff that is in the like we get mo- a movie, but then when you get the book, there's parts in the book that are not in the did actual movie. Did someone do a novelization of? I don't know. Ewoks, Ewoks to- the Battle for Endor book and record record. <laughs> <laughs> the book and record. <laughs> M- you can record your own parts to the Battle of Endor. Like I said, fanfiction. <laughs> record. Right, right. Well, so it looks record. like there's probably some some expanded information in like different, um, you know, encyclopedias and character guides and stuff. Mm. But then there's all, and then there's like a short story. In there's some short stories in Star Wars Insider, which we get a lot of weird. Like we got all of Grievous Grievous's backstory in a Star Wars Insider like short story, and then um, Charles is also somehow in Star Wars Galaxies, and she is in a kids book called The Ring, the Witch, and the Crystal: An Ewok Adventure, which hmm. looks like it might just be it was yeah it was a tie in that book that came out in 1986 and then also um another star wars ewok shadow of endor which i think is a it's a dark horse comic that came out in 2013 Hmm. um i gotta be honest i came here like trying to be nice about this movie and only take expensive shots and everything you're reading (laughs) on that wikipedia is like making me hate it so much more so here's the thing i don't like any of it i don't like any of that stuff perfect perfect example like homegirl wasn't a night night sister when they wrote and released this movie. She someone decided she was a night sister when they wrote something else later after night mm. sisters had been introduced. Who in, allowed it? Um, night sisters were introduced probably in, in comics. Um, the courtship of Princess Leia. Mm. So, which I know, which I was reminded of when listening to uh, everything but the the movie with uh, Stephen Ray Morse. So, no, a little cheap go. plug there. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I, I, it was. 
I don't know. And there's all, like I said, there's always stuff that's shot and then never used in the movie too. But somebody gets a hold of it and said, "Oh, this is what was originally meant." But it's like for it's this character, str- but they didn't end up TV. using it. Like it's not like there was a deleted scenes or anything. You know, it's cra- it's crazy to think about. Uh, true, but they did say there were some cut scenes uh, because I think they said for the TV audience they couldn't put it in there because it was like too scary. So when what? like when Mace is carrying like the dead mother, I think they I, I think it was IMDb said something like they were that was cut out. And then when she has the dream, uh, the black and white dream and she goes and like flips the like goes to get Noah and he wakes up and it's actually yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, what's his name? The bat uh, the bad guy. The guys, uh, yeah. Was it Terrell? Uh, when when she goes in um, Terrell Tarak Tarak. When she goes and and wakes him up, he wait. He's actually in the bed. Apparently, it was like too scary for kids. So, well, yeah, I mean, there was parts that they omitted on the original thing, but then they put him back in when it was later released on Disney Channel. It was kind of a little the, interesting. The Disney Channel right? audience too scary for <laughs> too scary for ABC, but not not, not scary enough Disney for uh, the really Disney, scary Channel. Stuff on the Disney Channel. Disney uh, Channel. When I was a kid, those kids have seen Hocus Pocus. They can handle it dude i'm not gonna lie the first time i ever saw like mr boogity back in like 19 whatever when he (laughs) i'm really captain america i've been frozen for 70 years yeah he actually heard it in a radio (laughs) he actually thought the martians were invading Uh, back in one of the talkies One of them fancy picture shows. Uh, yeah, I that part I remember seeing as a kid kind of freaked me out a little bit. Uh, I think he pops out of the vacuum cleaner or something. It was a little little frightening. But yeah, so, but I, I don't know. I mean, this one I thought was... was it was a way more entertaining more digestible. Movie, for sure. Yeah, way yeah. more entertaining, more digestible than the first one. If I'm going to sit down there was, and watch there was one of these two with... There was some silly stuff, my kids, but it was way less like... Doing just absurd than the first one i think yeah yeah oh yeah um i mean the actually well, all right so let's talk about teak what did you guys think of teak he was like one of my favorite parts of the whole movie yeah. yes i enjoyed teak actually I, I like his little sound effects is why why didn't he go with him at the end like why did they leave him Teak could have gone why like what is he <laughs> there for his whole like he lived with noah they had a whole like situation going in their little cottage <laughs> why didn't he just get on the ship with them not also to be like a third party because this little girl just got on a starship to fly off into space with an old man that she just met which is wildly inappropriate so like for multiple Maybe reasons she has other family out there and they went off in search of the rest of her family oh, they shouldn't have cut that scene uh <laughs> he was native too to, to endor I, I, Who, noah no oh, teak. teak no i yeah. assumed he was but still like why was he by himself he though? was obviously like living with noah so like and he was sad he was leaving so why didn't he just go with him but is like is, i get why is why wicked didn't because he had his whole tribe there that he was living with and staying with so is teak an ewok or is he not an ewok? Well, he's he's clearly not an teaks, ewok did you see how the fast he was species they did that well, where's again. Where's the rest of his people? Yeah. They did it to Teak, just like they did to, <laughs> to Weakway and Mithral. <laughs> they didn't even name him. He just gets called what he is. Teak's a Teak. You, you know what? This is racist until there's a human on in a Star Wars show that they just call human. 
I'm putting it out there. <laughs> yeah, and he it's doesn't have like a huge backstory like uh, other people. Wow, just, like Sheral. I liked him. He's, he is on Star Tours, though, apparently. Oh, that's cool. Really? Mm-hmm. Star Tours I like uh, upsets my stomach, so I don't always go on it. I don't know what yeah, version. I, I'm wondering if it's the old, like the older version of it. I would think it almost would have to be. Maybe. Yeah. No, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the character of Teak. I enjoyed kind of his antics. The scene with the keys and the two guards in the uh, the jail cell when he's trying to get the keys was pretty funny. Classic uh, 80s physical comedy. Yeah. Yep, uh, you know, he's going to get the keys and the one guard like sits on his hand and he's kind of stuck there and he's like, ah, oh, crap, this hurts. It was and, a pretty um, savvy move, uh, setting him up for cheating at their, their card game. Yeah, yep. yep. He, uh, yep. And then they both shot each other, how, which I thought was... How the, the, the other guy sitting directly across that tiny table from him didn't see <laughs> the entire thing happening, I have no idea, but uh, it was a good move. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and it's Teak is a, an interesting character because he can he can almost do like that Jedi run speed, the the force run. He taps, but he can only force. run. He can't. He can't do. I just thought like, he, he can't. He couldn't like take the like run out. Like there's parts I I couldn't totally understand where you know like why couldn't you just run and grab the keys and then run back instead you like ran up and stopped and then you had to do it all slow well, if you grabbed him quick you probably wouldn't have even he known didn't want him to feel it when he ripped it off of his whatever pants things yeah that's what i thought and then like putting the card in the sleeve like he couldn't make his arm go like super fast and just put it in there so he's not not quite as good as the flash but i think he you could give him a, a run for his money run for his money uh um yeah i you know noah star cruiser i thought was pretty cool that thing is heavily armed Uh, did anybody else notice that one of the like little gun bays it was just open to the outside air yes no like where the where the ewoks were shooting like the little bubble was it was just open <laughs> i was like how is that going into space but it, it worked right, or they or they immediately I, died when he left atmosphere <laughs> he leaves atmosphere and then all of a sudden it just drifts yeah. and they're all dead oh forgot to fix that window before i left crap it was it was heavily armed for yeah. sure. Did anybody else kind of think that the silhouette of it when it when you kind of saw it from above had that almost ghost outline in the shape where it's was flat towards the front I can see and that. then it was a little bit kind of that some I don't want to say freighter. diamond shaped but yeah some kind of freighter almost ghost like in its Ghostly. its form haunting but uh i thought Spooky. i liked the ship i thought that part was pretty cool um again you i enjoy a, a hard time anytime you get it, that's for sure no kidding like eh, maybe he did just been a while since he'd been in there and messed well, around apparently he went there know. every day it was his job it was like the only thing <laughs> they followed him and he was very upset about that right, and then it right. was like all he did was just hang out in his broken down ship all day every day yeah yeah. Well, thankfully, he was um, almost done. All right. Uh, they had, you know, when, when we get this confrontation between the ship and the Sanyasin Raiders, they had some heavy weaponry with them as well. 
The one thing I thought Terrible that shots. I really enjoyed seeing though was, you know, I, I saw the blaster. I think that one of the Ewoks had grabbed and uh, even Noah's blaster, they have like, you know, you see the blaster, but then there's this little like bit of cloth yeah, they were all wrapped, wrapped around it. Yeah. Which you get a little bit of in, um, uh, force awakens and you see some of the more modern, uh, blaster rifles where they've wrapped them in some kind of cloth or something like that. Uh, I thought that was a kind of a nice, you know, thing to see. That's a little bit of continuity in star Wars where they're wrapping or they've got some form of cloth on their blasters. Speaking of continuity in blasters, could Lucasfilm not afford their own sound effects? Why did the bla- all the blasters sound completely different wrong. than blasters sound and everything else? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know you can. I got no some pew of that pew. you can, um, you know, explain away. Like you know, like Padme's blaster sounds completely different than everyone else's, but it just seemed mm-hmm. weird. Like they were all the same sound, and it was the wrong sound. That's what that cloth yeah. does when you wrap it on the blaster. Oh, it makes surprise. it sound like that. <laughs> it changes the sound. Um, I noticed they ran out of ammo more in this movie, like the blasters did, than I've ever seen in any other Star Wars thing. Like like three different times, Ewoks were just like, click, 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 no more blaster. And just, it was dead. Well, I think they were all really old. I think that's the thing. Like, well, sure. If yeah. you think about... They're being held um, together by clothes. Like cloth silence. Yeah. Silencer. You have <laughs> Noah who's been there like his whole life. And then you have the, the marauders who have been there for like a century with nothing, you know, nothing new. So they're still, it's, it's like they're out there with like, um, you know, uh, like, uh, muskets. M- mus- basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Muzzle. <Flintlock>, yeah. uh, <laughs> well, doesn't one of them drop a, like acorn or a rock into the top of one of them and it jams it. <laughs> Oh yeah, he, there's one up. that's up in a tree, and he drops something in the top of yeah. one of their like uh, stationary guns. It literally has up. a funnel in the top. That's where you for feed some the ammo reason. or something. And he know. drops it like right in there, and it it apparently like jammed it. So um, it would, I would think, but yeah, it, yeah, it was. Uh, I you know the end was a little hard because you got to see Sindel saying goodbye to Wicket, and she says, "I'll come back someday." Um, Which somehow you know, saying in- bye to the murder bear was more sad than her entire family dying family. in the opening. Yeah, she didn't but- sell that real well. No. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, that part was not good. Um, I did like that in the beginning. You know, she says, uh, "Was it?" She said goodbye to somebody, and Wicket was like, "Goodbye," because he doesn't understand not what it is, good. and you know, he says, "Goodbye, not good." And we get that at the end when, you know, she looks at him and says goodbye and she says goodbye, not good. So (laughs) that was kind of a nice little bow tie on the end of the movie, if you will. So, yeah, Um, I don't know. Kyle, I know, I know you did not enjoy the first one at all. Was it obvious? What about? uh, (laughs) I tried to play it for neutral. (laughs) Overall, overall thoughts and impressions on this one. Um, it's a stinker. I mean, it's not a great movie, but if it came out today, it would not, it so many people would get fired. But if you think of it as an eighties movie for kids, especially if you don't consider it a star Wars thing, which technically it's not Canon. So it's like kind of not, um, mm-hmm. it's not bad. It's like got some cheesy eighties stuff that's recognizable, but a follow, uh, easy to follow story. And like, 
Um, like Maggie was saying, it's got some like clear, it's so like old school fan fantasy vibes that I I'm mm-hmm. into. So like, it's way better than the first one. It's not like I can't see myself really ever watching it again, but um, I don't hate it nearly as much as I hated the other one. I could say that with yeah. full conviction. Yeah, Maggie, what are I your thoughts on this I definitely did not hate one? this as much as Caravan of Courage. I thought there was like some actual decent storytelling, and the witch was cool. And I really like the feeling of like Power Rangers that I got from it. I was like trying to tap into my inner child. Um, it's because that witch is like Rita Repulsa. Yes. Um, but yeah, I still, I, I still didn't like it. And I like, I like sure, '80s movies. Sure, like fair. I am a genuine fan of the '80s. But this just love '80s movies. Uh, I think it's because I can't separate the fact that it is supposed to be Star Wars, and yet it's not Star Wars mm-hmm. at all. And that is like a, a major hang up for me. I, and I just can't look I, past it. Mm. I really think if they, if they made the Ewoks, any other small, fuzzy, friendly creature, like this movie would have been better. Like, I don't know, maybe at the time star Wars was just so hot that putting star Wars on anything made it, made it hot. But like now in hindsight, like it's still, it's silly that you would make it star Wars. Cause it just doesn't make sense in that context. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Josh, what about you? Yeah. I, like everyone else has said, I liked it better than the last one. I like different. I like it's cheesy eighties. I, I don't know how often I'd be popping this one in the DVD player or queuing it up on Disney plus, but I, I, I think overall I liked it more than I, like there was more that I enjoyed watching it than I, than I didn't. Um, I mean the first one I had trouble finishing it and this one, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know that I was like, you know, rip rare and, and ready to go to watch like I, cause I watched it like half of it one time and then like the other half later and i wasn't like mm-hmm. oh i gotta see how it ends or anything but <laughs> um yeah i mean it yeah. had it had more things to be to, to like i i liked wolford brimley's like i'm grumpy but i'm actually i i have a heart softy. of gold uh performance yeah. was good i thought the villains were better even though they were doofuses like i think i kind of liked that they were stupid um teak was all right um I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like like Kyle said, I think if it was just anything else, if it wasn't Star Wars, um, I think that's my one, just like they said, that's my one hang up is that it's Star Wars, but it's not really Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. It was a very, very different time period. Yeah. Think, you, yeah. you know what is overlooked and is going to, in hindsight, be the greatest thing that the both of these Ewok movies um, have done for us is that for two weeks now and i'm gonna say three because i didn't really think the gendy clone wars were that thrilling either we've been talking about some star wars that's not that exciting and the next time we gather we'll be discussing something that i think we all like a whole lot in the bad batch and this is going to make it just look Mm -hmm. that much better by comparison we've watched like the biggest stinkers in star wars history outside the holiday special and now we're going to go into some like (laughs) modern top tier star wars animation that we all dig so that's going to be good yeah i i 
you know, I like I didn't like I didn't I didn't mind it as much as the first one. Like I could sit there, turn this one on, watch it, and it is, you're right, Josh. As long as you put it in context, like don't look at. We are far more critical of our Star Wars content because we are older. But if I put myself into like a five or six year old's mindset, and you turn this on, are they going to be able to watch it and understand it and pick it up? Yes. Like I, I would have no problem showing this one to my daughter when she's a little bit older. The other one, I would still probably have a hard time just cause it was not good. And, and like, I, I get it. Kids, kids don't really care about that. They look at the fuzzy bears and they look at the girl that's their own age and they kind of get sucked up into that world. And I totally get that. Um, but this one had a, a much better plot, better story to follow, better, more interesting characters, I think, than the first one. And it was done, done better. Overall, it was just done better from top to bottom. I and, think it benefited you know, from having a few adult actors, like adult human actors that were involved in like the whole story. You know, in, in yeah. the other one, it was just kids and Ewoks the entire time. And this one had um multiple adults doing like some mm-hmm. of the heavy lifting i think it yeah definitely helped but i would have i wouldn't have any trouble put it watching this one you know with her when she gets older and i'll be fine you know what i mean um but uh it'll be it's interesting though you brought you brought up clone wars and we're getting ready to watch that what if in 20 years we have people looking back on clone wars or or uh, rebels or things like that and go, God, what were these Justin, people watching? Please, this is so stupid. Oh my gosh. Please don't be ridiculous. <laughs> well, this animation was so poorly done 20 years ago. What the heck? I, I mean, <laughs> you might get a little bit of that. Aside, like, yeah. Yeah. So- storytelling mm-hmm. holds up forever though. I mean, are people like Shakespeare? Oh, that, that's, that's so <laughs> dumb now. Like, no, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah yeah it's just i mean you know you i don't know if you guys have watched resistance or not i've watched both seasons of resistance and again it was not nearly as good as rebels and clone wars but there were parts that were not bad um and i actually enjoyed the animation style i didn't mind the animation style of a nominal television show there were quote uh, (laughs) there were parts that were not that bad yeah, there were parts that were not that so bad, you know, and again, if, but if I'm in a kid's mindset and I'm watching Star Wars, they don't care. They like, they're just going to watch it because they like the characters and they like the adventure and that's what they're in it for. We look at it very different as adults who are very critical of the films and the TV shows and the story content and the acting and all these other things. So it's a little bit different mindset for us, I think. I will say there's a lot of stuff that I've seen that's like been made for kids that was less palatable than this. So mm. this being the uh, Ewoks, Ewoks two electric boogaloo, yeah, yeah. Oh wow! You mean in in Star Wars or outside of Star Wars? Just in general, like content for children. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. There's far worse things kid, so, kids could watch on people, TV. People don't make nice things for kids. or TikTok or whatever <laughs> else. Yeah, they don't have a lot of buying power. <laughs> Yeah, no. Um, all right. Any other last thoughts or anything on uh, Star Wars Ewoks Battle for Endor before we blow this thing and get out of here? I have a question. When are we getting yeah. like the God, the Ewok three, like the Godfather, you know, three, like when, 20 years when later? When are they going to finish off the trilogy? Coming to <laughs> Sindel America. comes back. 
Yeah, I mean, you have it. You have like an adult Sindel coming back to help Wicket. You know, I. I mean, I, I mean, if the story's there, I just get behind Justin, that. I guess don't, don't encourage him <laughs> with that kind of like. This is a legitimate <laughs> thing to say, type of comment. Well, I mean, the reality is, if they made something to fit in with it now, they would, it would probably it, be would good make, now. Yeah, well, they would make it right. to tie in, and they would have like recognizable references that made it more Star Wars than like, hey, this planet mm. and these this species, and that's it. Like, you know, who could make a bomb diggity trilogy to this? Bomb diggity. She's Heike. just a bomb diggity. She's, she's the youngest one on, believe it or not. And that, so, that like would be Justin so out there. Yeah. That would be crazy. Would uh, he could do so it. rock it. Because he'd rock the weird 80s vibes <laughs> and like make it better. You heard it here first. That's what his um, scoop weird uh, logo yeah, movie is. It's not about. Schoolhouse The Ewoks rock trilogy. Ewok rock. Drops a rock on Ewok rock. Dragon's mm-hmm. head. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I, I'm going to say it's <laughs> Schoolhouse Ewok because they even talk about Wicket going That's to true. school. There you go. They do. It's where you go to learn things. Yeah. Mm hmm. What does he say? She says something like, Wicket go to school or teach Sindel or something. Yeah, and then Wicked he like chucks Sindel. a snack up in the air. <laughs> he shoots a snack up in the air and then catches it with his mouth. And I'm like, man, that school is not going to be hard. <laughs> <laughs> all right well if nobody has anything else i think we should uh blow this thing and get out of here not her she's evil you're all clear kid now let's blow this thing and go Well, that wraps up Battle for Endor. Uh, it was not a very big battle. It was literally just Ewoks against Sanyasin Raiders. Uh, you would expect a little bit grander of a battle if it's for the entire moon of Endor, but, you know, uh, hey, it is what it is. It so was, It was a battle. Um, and it was It was Endor. a battle. It was quite yeah. It was quite the battle there. It was, uh, it was, for a ship, it was an interesting really. battle. What? What happened to Sheryl at the end? Did I miss where she went? Did she just take off and leave? She's still out there somewhere? She's still locked in the jail or something? No, she got turned no, into a they, crow. They let her out. Uh, you, I mean, I, I know Tarak got burnt to a crisp holding that ring, but she gone. Yeah, I don't, She's somewhere. They didn't really explain why that did that to him, but uh, it did. It, it got broken when he like threw... Yeah, you so turned to stone when you when in the ring breaks. I guess that's he could thing. not well, wield it's the power. The talisman of the Raven, remember? Well, sure. So that turns you to rock when it breaks. That's what the talisman of Raven does. I don't know why you're explaining it to me. Like it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's what most talismans that's what most do, talismans right? When you Ravens break them, they turn into stone. Pretty uh-huh. sure that's like a thing. It's right there on the warning label. <laughs> <laughs> do not break talisman. Will turn, turn to, to stone. stone. Yeah, will petrify. Hmm. <laughs> Whatever if became of her became, remained a mystery. Yeah, mm. they, and they wondered to this day. Oh, mm. the ring blowing up trapped her in her animal form forever. Oh. Oof. Ah, there we go. That's uh, kind of insult to injury. If symptoms last longer than four hours, please call your doctor. 
Just saying. Oh, that's a totally different <laughs> symptom. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, we have had a blast talking about Battle of Endor. Um, we'll be back next week. We got two live shows again. Things you can catch us on different. Tuesday night. Tuesday night Ominous. at 8 o'clock. Um, and then on Friday night, again at 8 o'clock. Friday right? night? Both at 8. Oh, my gosh. We're going to be so it's sick the, of It's uh, the first Friday of the month, so... Dude, we're going to be talking a lot of Star Wars next week, and it is going to be awesome. Yep, yep. Yep, see? Yep. Wicked agrees. Wicked we agrees. We created a monster over here um, Again, May 4th, uh, make sure you guys go out, support small vendors to those makers that produce your pins, your patches, your stickers, your coins. Basically anything Star Wars, go find them on Etsy. You can find them on Twitter, Instagram. We love quite a few of them. Our friends at Rebel Art Empire, Samuel Love Art, um, Ryloth Relics. There's just a ton of them out there. Go support them. Um, they're putting out really, really good quality stuff on May 4th. So before you go looking at the big box stores, go check out those makers because they do make some really, really cool stuff that you are not going to find at your local Best Buy or GameStop. That's for sure. Um, do you guys have any shout outs? Anything else before we... Before we wrap up, negative Ghost Rider. No, no. all right. I'm not. I'm not well, going to talk next about any more got... hot toys until they um, throw me a promo code. <laughs> That's it. They've got enough freebies. Yeah. There you go. We have got a lot to talk about next week. Um, you can catch us on any one of the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at SW Friends Show. You can also email us at Star Wars Friends Podcast at gmail.com. Two for two. My name is Justin. You can find me on Twitter at IamTheBendu. Where can they find you guys at? This is Josh, and be on the lookout for Ewoks 3, Return to the Sanctuary Moon. Written and directed by Josh. Coming out. <laughs> uh, well, I'll still be in the movie, even though I'm rolling my eyes at it. This is Kyle, and you can find me at KB underscore legend on uh, all the socials media. He's going to have a cameo. this is Maggie. You can find me over on Twitter at Maggie of the Town. I liked the pose you did on the audio recording. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no it was just for you. We saw it. Thank you. Nice, nice. We will uh, we'll wrap this up, end it in classic fashion. We love you guys. As always, may the force be with you. Diabetes. <laughs> The power of the stars. <laughs> oh, that was last week. All right. All right, guys. We love you. Have a good one. Take care.